This is Plow Podcast with Janae Brinkley, where time is precious and I value it, and honestly, you should too. So, I only have 15 minutes. Let me give you, the community leader, some insight and encouragement to help you build. Thanks for listening to my voice. Now let's plow. Building in grief. So here at Plow Podcast, we are community leaders. We build, we plow. This means we create products, services, design programs, establish things within culture for positive influence. This is who we are, builders. Again, we plow. So I actually want to talk about building in grief. This is something that a lot of community leaders find themselves doing. I'll start with this thought. As in, I don't think we understand how often we as human beings experience grief on a normal and even regular basis. Let's just think about it for a second. If grief is defined as um, loss or essentially what we do when we lose something, and I'll go into that a little bit later, think about how often this shows up in our normal normal day-to-day basis. We're grieving the loss of an ideal when we're driving to work and there's traffic, right? (laughs) In such disbelief and anger even as we didn't anticipate the change um, in the day or the loss of time that we might experience. We experience grief when our favorite shoes, you know, that were on sale last week are not available this week. We experience grief when we're watching a movie, our favorite movie or watching a movie and the people we anticipated to stay alive during the whole movie are uh, the ones we fall in love with related to the most ends up dying right by the end of the movie. So what I'm trying to show you on present even is that we as humans experience multitudes of emotions throughout just the course of 24 hours. But one of that is we also experience the process of grief more than we actually think we do. So what does building and grief look like for a community leader? So before I kind of get into this, I did want to go and just reiterate and recommunicate our working definition, what we established community leadership is here at Plow Podcast. So community leader is one who holds a position assigned or voluntary influence and has the insight and knowledge to instruct and serve a group of people within a shared space and similar characteristics to a shared goal in which that shared goal has the power to positively influence another shared space directly or indirectly. That is our working definition of a community leader. So a part of this definition, we are talking about problem solving that can positively influence another problem. So with that, community leaders also identify problems and then have ideas on how to solve them and leading a group of people to that vision in the hopes that the vision will also affect other spaces positively. Positively. Did I say that word? (laughs) It sounds weird when I said it. Anyway, (laughs) affect other spaces positively, right? Therefore, meaning widespread impact, okay? So 
what happens when a community leader builds in grief? Grief as in pain from a loss. So as a community leader, you know, you could be building because of a loss of a job, um, a loss, like I said, of an ideal, loss of an opportunity, loss of a company, loss of a community member. These can be a lot of driving, motivating factors in why you're choosing to build what you build, building that program, building that business, starting that nonprofit, um, going out, doing that event, whatever it may be. But what happens when a community leader does this? Now, this is not to say something is right or wrong, but we just want to look deeper into this to see what could be the possible harms in doing this uh, or coming from a place of grief when building. So here, there are five or some consider seven stages in how they conceptualize grief as in the process of loss. And most of you all know this. There's number one, the stage of denial. Number two, anger. Number three, bargaining. Number four, depression. And last but not least, number five, acceptance. And if you ever experience any type of grief, it doesn't necessarily have to go in order. It can go um, in order various times. It can go out of order. But usually, more cases than not, it can go in this order. Now, again, like I said, talking about building your grief is not to say this is right or this is wrong. It's to present the harms in this on yourself as a community leader. Again, at Plow Podcast, we promote healthy leadership, more specifically, healthy community leadership. So all in that, you shouldn't lose yourself and you shouldn't cause harm to yourself or do anything that's not the best and the most healthiest way in which to do something while you are leading your community. So what does this look like for you, the community leader, in terms of building or creating something while in grief? And let's look at it through the lenses of the five stages of grief, okay? So first we stated disbelief. It could be disbelief that the problem even exists. So you're saying statements of, I can't believe this is actually happening. <laughs> this is actually happening. I can't believe that this is actually happening in my community. This is actually happening in my shared space. I can't believe that this is actually existing in the year 2020, in the year 2021. Again, because community leaders identify problems. And so we look at problems like, yeah, this is really happening. And I cannot believe it. I'm in full disbelief. The second stage of grief and building in grief is anger. And this often follows after disbelief where it now begins to be you're angry at the institution that could have possibly caused or be affiliated with this problem. Other leaders, yourself, or even members. So it can kind of look like anger towards other leaders who you feel are not doing what they can do to eradicate this problem, the institution or the shared space in which this is going on in, feeling like they should be held more accountable to something. Um, community members feeling like they didn't do enough or they did too much and they contributed to this or even anger towards yourself, feeling like you should have seen this coming. Right, feeling like um, you sh your your foresight, you should have been able to anticipate this as a community leader. 
we, as we talked about in a previous episode about kind of the attributes of a leader, foresight. So you can even have anger towards yourself, feeling mad at yourself, like I should have seen this coming. I, I should have known this was going to happen. Um, maybe my past decisions weren't the best and you're getting angry and you're even blaming yourself, being too hard on yourself because this problem exists. So that's anger. Then we have bargaining. So as a community leader, this is what it could look like when you're building in grief. It's pretty much seeing what you can do, but in a form of desperation. Usually ends up in impulsive leadership decisions. Thinking of what new programs you can create, businesses you can start, etc. This is why you need to heal before and even while building. You want to be careful because this is solely based on emotions and the need for action now. Again, we talked about desperation. So within this phase of building while grieving, it is taking immediate actions to build something without carefully planning, considering, strategizing, or even if that is involved, the crux of or the motive or the core of this is out of grief. So again, this is understandable, but will you still feel as passionate about this when you are healed from this loss? or when you have accepted this loss. And I'm gonna ask more questions as well. So that's bargaining essentially. Then you have depression. This is not saying someone's clinically depressed, but just going through a depressive state where after you've gotten over the disbelief or go in and out of disbelief, kind of resolved your anger, embrace your anger, bargain, seeing what you can do in desperation, how you can do it, what you can do, then, Depression as far as feeling like this is hopeless. Nothing you do will work. Nothing you say will work. Um, nothing you build will work. It's just really hopeless. And even, even so um, negative, right? In that sense. Even looking at the problem bigger than life itself, like this will never go away. This is so, and it's kind of a little um, exaggerating the feelings you already have. The last but not least, you have you have acceptance, okay? Where now you're at the point where you say things like, well, I might can't change this, but what I can do and what I am doing now can change that which we've set ourselves up to succeed in. So what I mean by that is, you know, I might can't change this, this problem, but what my business set up for originally, what my vision mission statement is set up for uh, originally, I can control that and I can do that within my power. And that's what we're going to do. So essentially that last stage is more so acceptance of resolve in what you've essentially been doing as a community leader or essentially be more focalized, fo focus or centralized on that which you, you can now practically do. I hope that really makes sense. And if it doesn't, it's okay. Just let me know. It's more of a coming to resolve of this is what I can do in my power right now without putting extra stress and pressure on myself from feeling the pain of a loss. So here are some two little tidbits to take away. Number one, we are not here as community leaders to solve any and everything, even if we have the resources, including time to do so. So here's practical thinking. Something I've done is I've selected two areas um, that I want to focus on within my career and within my building as a community leader. 
And this is two areas of focus I want to help contribute to or to help solve problems within them. So for me, it's leadership and business. And from those two topics, so much has come out. But something about building a grief is that when you get pulled in so many different directions from so many losses that are happening around you, you lose focus on the things that you essentially committed yourself to focus on. And this kind of goes with that last stage acceptance as far as, okay, I might can't solve all of these problems, but these are the two problems I've committed to devoting my career um, career and, and, and services to. So what I'm offering to you is find two subjects, two areas, two topics that you really want to devote yourself to. Figure out the problems and figure out which ways that you, that you can contribute to. And what you're going to start seeing is that in the midst of the chaos and the, the unprecedented times that we can find ourselves in within life, you'll know now what you can give your attention to, what you have the capacity to give your attention to, and what will be considered a quote-unquote good distraction. Here's the other um, little nugget I want to give to you as far as building in grief. When you build in grief, you have a whole bunch of products with no clear direction sometimes. So a lot of people start movements, businesses, etc., because it's the effects of building while grieving. And you know what? It's okay because if we're honest and we're transparent, we can all admit as community leaders, we've done this before. When we felt the inspiration in that moment because of a loss to do something, start a foundation, start a charity, whatever it may be. And then we find that six months later, we don't have that same passion or desire is fleeting. That's because what we decided to build, even though it was good with the right heart, it was from a place of unresolved, unhealed pain. Now, I know a lot of people talk about, you know, purpose and pain, how they do go together. And I'm not dismissing that. I'm not going against that. But what I am saying is that there is a such thing as building from a place of resolved pain and healed pain versus building while still in pain and not fully figuring out all of how you feel. And this is not to say that even as you start building something, that's not going to happen, but it's more so advocating to come from a sober place when, when, before you start something. So that, that way you won't end up with a whole bunch of unfinished products, businesses or whatever that you no longer have the heart for once you come with new perspective that healing affords. So here's a few questions I want to ask you as we begin to wrap up this 15 minutes. Ask yourself these questions to detect and see if you're building in grief. So yes, this is a great cause, but is what you're feeling or building going to make you actually feel better? So yes, we know anger is present or maybe present, but what is what you're building going to really remove that anger? Is what you're building really going to um, heal you? Or is it going to be a nice distraction to get some control about what's happening around you? So the business, the project, whatever it may be, cannot be the main source of your healing. It's okay. Because it's an often, you know, tactic or it's a natural habit to essentially do what we know how to do best in the forms of coping. But we just want to bring some things to the awareness so that we just can be healthy while we build. I say this before and I say this earlier, but 
you ask yourself this question, will I still feel like building this when I'm healed? Will I still have the energy and the passion for this and the drive for this once I have a new perspective? And then the last question I want you to ask yourselves is, does this align with where my focus is, with where our focus is? Because I remember as a community leader, you are leading people, you are influencing people. And so you don't want to lead those that are following you on a stray path to where you don't even know because you are grieving. It's okay to explore and develop new focuses. That's totally fine. But if it's going in a complete different direction, just begin to pay attention and have self-awareness of what you're trying to build. But more importantly, where are you trying to go? All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Building in Grief. Thank you all. I am so grateful that you chose to invest your time by listening to my voice. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and the website. Information is posted. Subscribers get a lot more resources than I can offer in a 15-minute podcast. And I am here to help you. I want to see you grow, become a healthy leader, make profit, and provoke change. That's success. And in your success, I believe that it will provoke the success of our communities. And don't forget, I also want to hear from you. What do you do? What are you trying to do? Why are you doing it? What do you need help with? What did you like and what didn't you like about this episode? Let's talk. I want to hear it all. So again, thank you so much for listening to Plow Podcast with me, Janae Brinkley.